Hi guys, it's Brandon. And Emma. And Zara. And today we are bringing our first ever Pink Fishes podcast. I know it's been in the pipeline for some time now, but we finally got the chance to sit down and actually do it, which is fun. Yeah, I know. I feel like we've been waiting to do this for so long, like just to bring these sort of conversations and little topics that are up to date in the Lash community. I feel like trends are changing and sort of there's discussion on certain things people doing different things when they lash so i feel like we can give the most up-to-date and advice and just chat about it really and also it's the perfect opportunity for you lot to hear from the different individuals in the office because there are 12 massive characters in the pink fishes office and boy do we make each other laugh so today's topic is going to be dealing with that customer i know we've all been there we've all got that person in our book so we see their name and we think oh and we really don't want to do it but we do it anyway and it's quite funny actually because the other day when we visited the lash fest someone had a talk and touched on the topic and it was kind of like you don't i wanted to go more in depth about it but it was like how to get rid of that karen customer yeah like um, who doesn't have a karen on their books I like mean, i feel like everyone does i could tell you a couple of stories that's for sure <laughs> but yeah no we've we're but no, yeah, there's been a couple of um, people that have kind of messaged in and told us our stories and we've got some stories again that are hilarious. So we just wanted to kind of bring them to you and hopefully maybe you might have some advice for us and vice versa. I feel like it's also just relatable for people. Like we've got, we have so many messages of people worrying and what to do and you can feel like you're alone when something disastrous happens. But I feel like everyone that's got at least sort of one story, if not a dozen of like things that have gone wrong or clients that have been like a Karen is mm. I feel like you can't be perfect 100% of the time although you can aim for it well let's dive straight in then Emma tell us about your Karen customer okay well obviously I'm not gonna say who it is so I'm not gonna name, name and shame no name not and shame. naming and shaming <laughs> um but it was about so I've been lashing probably about five six years now um and this was in my early days of lashing so I hadn't been doing it too long and I had this client and she was lovely everything was great she'd like we'd done the patch just she was fine she'd had a couple of full sets and infills uh she just came for another infill like she normally did every like sort of three weeks um absolutely fine she left it was all good great nothing like i think i booked her in probably for our next one in a couple of weeks and then probably about a week later um i had a message from her um and she basically said that like her eyes are really red and itchy um a bit swollen and obviously when you hear that you sort of start to panic pink and that yeah no, I well, pink no honestly so I, I was just i was just worried i was like i don't know what's wrong like you know she, she wasn't allergic to the glue like that reaction would have happened a lot earlier yeah. um so i was sort of like messaging like i obviously i trained with pink fishes so i messaged like the trainer here um and i was like what do i do um and so like i offered her to come back like the girl and see me and like I'll have a look at them or remove them or do whatever was necessary and uh, obviously I was panicking like I think I did not sleep a wink that night like (laughs) this girl couldn't come in that night and I was like even offering to drive to her house I was like so scared yeah because this is like the first thing that ever gone wrong and I was thinking oh my goodness I don't know what's happening um I think I told her to like uh, put like cold pads like cool pads on it to like sort of cool down her eyes and I was just oh it was a nightmare um Anyway, um, she ne- she messaged me the next day and she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I realised um, 
I'm allergic to my cats and I stroke them and then so my all eyes. Of that, all of that <laughs> over her cats. Yeah, honestly. I, I mean, it was a huge sign of relief like that I let out, but like also I was, oh. How can she not realise she's allergic to cats? Well, oh, honestly. She obviously knew. She just must have forgotten. I don't really know. I was but, like, what? Uh, I, I can say that that is very common. A lot of people do have changes in what they're allergic to throughout their life and people don't realise it and then blame it on something that they do. Say, for example, if they haven't had lashes for a while, but in in aspect, they could just be hormones or something or different medication there's so many different things she knew she was allergic to her cats that was what was worse oh she knew yeah she knew she'd just forgotten that she'd stroked them and rubbed her eyes after (gasps) which I don't really know how she remembered that after that point okay that's questionable it was so strange honestly I was like I did not know what was going on yeah that's definitely questionable she came back and everything was fine again carried on doing the lashes and it was all good (laughs) it was it was yeah honestly I was like scared for the next time she was in thinking like oh no what if she's wrong and it, yeah, but no. it was uh, like I think I'd um, done her like another patch just in between to make sure it was all fine but, like <laughs> honestly you know and like I was like I'm Heart quite a worrier, a worrier as, it, as it is yeah. like that night was awful awful yeah no I mean that is very odd I'm not gonna lie I would have mm. thought that you would have remembered at your grown age that you would be allergic to cats but again we all have them clients in our books I mean for myself I've been doing I do makeup as well as lashes as well as hair so my kind of experience is I've had something for everything honestly I will never forget the one that I had in particular and this one was the highlight of my whole career because I thought I can't this can't be real I must be dreaming um, I had a client booking I've known her not too well like I don't know the ins and outs of her life I just know her first name I know she's got kids I know a bit the basics that you do they're the basic chit chat that you yeah. have when you're doing your client so it must have been her third time um, booking in and let's just say her and this is not this is non-judgmental this is may I just say a bit suspicious so she kept on describing her jobs to me and they were late nights and they would often have a male companion um, and this male companion would treat her nicely and I just thought maybe a bit naive Brandon do you you know get the coin you do you boo boo you keep it cool well I booked her in for a treatment I believe she was having eyelashes and um I can't remember, I think she was getting her hair done afterwards. And I booked her in, she turned up to my house two hours late, may I add. And then she cut, she came, she laid down on my sofa, she pulled my foot, my like the little throw over herself. She fell asleep for an hour and just put her phone on charge and everything, made herself right at home. Bear in mind, probably met her three times in my whole entire life. And made herself right at home. And then she got one of these melt companions to come and drop some clothes off to her and he sat down in my house so I'm sitting here thinking what is going on here um, and to top it all off um, let's just say she discovered disclosed her job role to me afterwards and I couldn't believe it I don't want to say too much because I will be giving away that person um, 
but yeah I'd, where do you set that boundary I think that that was my case like, I wasn't sure on how to set that boundary for a client like yeah, I, there's I, honestly, a professional I, boundary and then there's like you've come into my home mm. now you're laying down you're two hours <laughs> late you're now going to sleep for an hour then I've got to do your treatment and now I've got a random man sitting on my couch I feel like there's like a few of the issues that like a lot of people come across in that one story like one bringing friends like I've had people bring multiple friends mm. they've brought babies before mm. and like it is hard to like because sometimes I'm absolutely fine and don't don't worry it doesn't bother me at all some days like at one point I was like sharing my lash room with my sister she was also doing that and at some points in the summer it would it would get warm as it was and then if you imagine there'd be both me and her doing lashes both our clients and then potentially like two or three friends all in this one what like four meters by two meters room like it was just oh it was terrible I'd have the fan going the, the windows all open ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่ใช่
if it's taken me 10 minutes to do your take off your mascara, mm. then that 10 minutes is sadly going to have to come from your time I and know. not your set. Like, I just find that, I find it's it so, so hard difficult because yeah, it like, so I'm also to... a bit of a perfectionist. So then like, mm. when I know that there's lashes I can still get, I feel like, oh, but then it's like a domino effect on like the next client, because if you're back to back, then mm. what? Then you're like giving a poor service to your next person mm. who might not be able to stay later. I don't know. It's just, it's really a hard one. And as well as that, you've always got to think when they leave that door, or that when they leave your room people are going to judge their lashes as yeah. your work so I do get it I think it is hard to to kind of find that fine balance but yeah where do you draw that line exactly mm. exactly and I think there's there's so many different aspects to consider when you're doing something like that firstly I would always concentrate on your delivery and when you say that if you are going to put the boundaries in because there are certain clients that you will not get away with saying some stuff to in a certain manner and there are some clients that are really easy going and say yeah do you know what that's fine mm. and then like I say we've got the Karen who's like kicking up a fuss saying well <laughs> no I'm sorry I got here the reason I was late is because I couldn't find somewhere to park outside your house but that is your fault <laughs> but do you know what I mean like I yeah. think you really do have to find that that balance in kind of approaching the customer and play it by ear as well I feel like read the room people yeah. need to learn to read the room I feel like cancellations like, I mean a lot of businesses I reckon have seen it recently with like if people just don't turn up and say they've got Covid what can you do there's not really I don't feel like there's a lot you can do there because something controversial I'm going to say a lot of people use that as an escape boat and it's so over that excuse <laughs> I mean yeah I guess like because what can you do Like, I guess if someone says like there was a bit of traffic you're not going to take that as like enough of an excuse to not cut their appointment mm. at the time you said you're not going to go over mm. if someone's got covid or says they've got covid it's yeah. like what are you going to do like yeah. there's not a lot you can argue yeah, back with it really yeah well. not really i mean I've, i know some people have asked for like proof of tests or they've just asked for such a high deposit like a lot of the time i've seen like a lot of flash texts like they're asking for 50 percent of the um, appointment fee like up front because then I guess that's going to stop a lot of no-shows. I think I've actually recently done that. I've actually yeah. increased my deposit to 50% and that way you cover your materials that mm. you, you would have used, do you know what I mean? And if yeah. they don't show then that's great because you haven't used the material so you can keep it as profit for them wasting your time. But in the same aspect, you're kind of covering yourself, yourself on all aspects. Don't get me wrong, I don't think everyone can do that. I think obviously yeah. if you're training or you're thinking, it's going to be a bit harder. Yeah, so you've got new and building up a client yeah. base, it's hard because like 50%, like if you're charging like 50, mm. £60 for a full set and you're asking for £30 up front and then you've got to keep track of who's paid and who hasn't and yeah. I don't know, it's just ways of sort of trying to limit got, it, I guess. You've got, you've got to be on the ball, you've definitely got to be on the ball. Yeah. Zara, have you had any um, experiences, I've heard of any experiences from Lash Techs with that Karen customer? <laughs> I wouldn't say Karen, but I'm really new to lash teching, so I've only been doing it since December. Yeah. So I've only got a few clients here and there on the side of work. But however, my old lash client, not naming the shame, not client, sorry. Um, your lash tech. Yes, yeah. so the girl that does your lash tech. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of to be the object there. So um, no, I'm not going to name and shame her either, just in case her clients are listening. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if she knows who it is though because you can't really tell that she's got clients back to back all day but yeah the story was um, so she's just finished lashing I think she worked in a salon I want to say so it wasn't in her own house luckily so she's gone into the toilet to do the bins as you do make sure it's all clean 
She's gone in there and right at the top when she's opened the bin, there was a um, pregnancy test. Oh my goodness. But, and also, it was positive as well, so she couldn't even congratulate oh. the woman saying, congratulations on the baby. But how stressful. <laughs> uh, like, you finding out at your last appointment, yeah. not you, obviously, but whoever this poor person was. Are you sure it wasn't you, Zara? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just quickly checking. Um, but a very significant moment in your life, and you've done it in your last text. Imagine. I mean, she must have been nice for her, whoever it was. <laughs> she must have been like that anxiety. To be fair though, did no one else find that when you lay down on the lash bed, your brain does overdrive? Like, my I brain runs a million so times. Of, like, I think of everything. Like, I think of like, well, I'm going to have a tea in two weeks' time. Like, my brain starts to go for all different things. So she must have obviously been laying there thinking, I've got to do it. It's in my bag. I've got to do it. I've got to do it. I'm going to go to the toilet after and do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe I, that was the full process. I'm like the girl obviously. I fall asleep like during mine if I can. Must be nice. Honestly, I just I feel so zen and so relaxed laying down. And I know it's going to be a while, so I um I'll just go to sleep. Take fully by a bit. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd be taking my pregnancy test with me, no. <laughs> well, one more final story, and I feel like I have to share this because do you know what? After speaking to a lot of people, this is more common than what we think. With different aspects of kind of retail beauty, I feel like most people have experienced this when working. I know a lash artist, and I'm going to try and say this about pulling a funny face or laughing but I know a lash artist that had a client around her home and basically done her client everything was fine um, went to go the same went to the bathroom afterwards and found um, let's just say human feces oh, in her no. not in her toilet in her bin what? in her bin um, and <laughs> so sorry but the weird bit the weird bit is the woman left was everything was fine never booked in again of, for obvious reasons yeah. could you imagine was booking toilet in again? Not but like, why not go to the toilet yeah. but I've heard this quite a lot like it happens like changing rooms it happens in some beds it happens I, it's so common but I just think who are these who are these people like what who is I doing don't this I mean I'm not expecting anyone to start naming and shaming and coming out on to the podcast saying that they've pooed in someone's bin but um, <laughs> I just I, it just amazes me I just think what is the thought process behind that like, like I, I'm, what I'm more confused about is that it's in the bathroom <laughs> like you know I mean yeah it's weird to like do that in the bin full stop but like I find it weirder that like if you're in a bathroom you ever done it no I used to work in a bar and obviously went into the toilet people had a few drinks go in there and it's like human as you said Brian faces on the floor but yeah. next to the toilet but they've actually done it on the floor like but a like, nice perfect pile like that way you were intoxicated so maybe, maybe there are these drunk people come into their lash tech appointments because like, otherwise like what, what? yeah I don't, this is what I don't understand if like you know like maybe there wasn't a toilet available yeah, I but just, still, <laughs> and at someone else's house. <laughs> yeah, I just think, and that the poor girl had to clean it up afterwards. Oh How no. sad! I just oh think, no. why would you do that? Like, it's embarrassing enough. I think we can all agree. This is a yeah. bit. If you're a bit gross, grossed out, or you get a bit like icky about this, and now's your point to close your ears. But I think it's gross well, maybe anyway. Like five using, minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you're going to use the toilet anyway, and you're going to do a number two it's so embarrassing like, I get really embarrassed mm. about things like that like so going to do it in someone's bin is just yeah. another you have no shame <laughs> you have absolutely no shame is free I would like to tell yeah. everyone that okay shame and decorum is free um, but yeah there's so many different stories I know we've barely touched on them 
just a few that we know mm-hmm. to handle. Mm-hmm. Honestly, there are way more. I've got way Go more to dance. go. But <laughs> honestly, I, as I was saying my stories, more were coming to my brain. I was thinking, oh my God, what about that one? Oh my God, what about that one? But there are just a few of ours that we discuss in the office. Um, and if you've had any um, dilemmas or situations or even experiencing the carrying yourself and you're not sure how to get rid of them or how to deal with them please let us know because we are always here to help yeah and- i can the funny stories as well <laughs> yeah definitely i see it all the time on like uh, facebook groups and lash groups i think if you do have problems as well like or if you have like caring customers these are great to go on because um a lot of people they'll literally put in like the whole conversation that they've had with their client and ask for advice from like other lash techs and um, i feel like it's quite good because i see so many different opinions like some people will straight up be like no don't refund them you've done your service you've done your time offer them like and then other people like i'll offer them to come back for free and feel and then some people like just give them their money back and get rid of them and like i don't know like what is the best thing to do i feel like it's very scenario based like every person yeah and also like the situation like what's happened was it your fault was it theirs was it both like and this is what we were discussing at lash fest as well because they were saying about that person that so we've again going into another one we've all had that person who gets shed in and then they complain about the shedding afterwards but it's just natural shedding that happens Mm. especially with your hair's in a certain cycle do you know what I mean Um, and there was this one person who kept on coming back and saying three days after her treatment oh I'm losing my lashes you need to infill me for free and it's like well no that's the whole idea is that you're going to lose lashes um that's part of the process, do you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong, you can avoid certain ways of lo- of losing lashes, but that is natural. Yeah, like, do I feel like that, it's you know strange, like, like it's, just, it's just such a hard one, isn't it? Because like, I feel like we've all had it, and like my, me, myself, I've had a few where like they've not lasted as long as usual, and depending on when it is, like if it's quite soon, within from when we doing like the full set or the infill then i'll offer them to come back if it's towards like the two week mark then i'm sort of like well we'll just it's sort of your infill time maybe but then it's all down to what the client's version of shedding is because we all lose one two maybe three hairs a day do you know what i mean like we all do do you know what I mean like I sit here and I pick my lashes Mm. really bad habit shouldn't really (laughs) be in there that but I do do you know what I mean so it depends on that person's perspective of shedding do you know what I mean and what that what that process means to them but I think in that scenario when we were talking about it there was it's normal do you know what I mean like that's that's part Mm. of the process that's going to happen but then for them to now assume that they're going to get a free infill every single time. Yeah. Yeah. The it's first like when, time, maybe. Yeah. Second time. It's not like when you draw, like, the line. Yeah. But I think, I think what you've got to be is you've got to be confident in yourself and, like, the services that you're offering. And if, like, I think at first you're going to come across more problems, like, when you're starting out because and that might be down to you and that's why it's really difficult because sometimes it's like when is it the client and when is it you but like obviously if you're not I don't know using the glue quick enough and it's curing too quickly or you're not lashing every lash or like if you're keeping things storing things in the wrong way like it could genuinely be your fault so like I feel like you're going to come across more of those problems at the start so if just to summarize if we have that client who finds fault in every single thing you do whether it's the style whether it's if it but continues to come back to you mm, what difficult. how do you get rid of them because how i know how i would suggest <laughs> getting rid of them but how would you get rid of them like they complain about everything you do but they continuously come back 
probably you get rid of the rumor. palm them on to my sister. <laughs> just so. Do you know my, my sister came? She also got lashes. Yeah, not, not available. No, I'm, I don't know. I think I'd maybe actually just be honest with them and just be like, oh, like, you know, you keep coming back. So I don't know if you like the lashes or not, but there's obviously something, like, is it something I'm doing or potentially it is your lashes? Like, maybe try someone else. I don't know how nice you can say that, but yeah, I don't... But I don't want to try anyone else and try again. Well, then I can't keep offering free infills. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know. I'm on the spot now. So I keep it to like the back burner and keep thinking, I'll reply tomorrow, I'll reply tomorrow and get to the point where it's been a week and just ghost them. them. Yeah. Ghosting them. <laughs> so this is what oh I would do. I'm not going to lie. I've known to do no. this a couple of times. I'm really exposing myself here because if someone listens this to something, that doesn't mean that it's happened. I'm doing it to you, but it also doesn't mean I'm not doing it to you. Um, <laughs> what I tend to do is I go, oh, do you know what? I'm not available that day. Oh, I'm not available that day. And I continue saying that. Do it about three times. Plant the seed, you know. Okay, and then when they ask the fourth time, I'm like, Oh, I'm not available again. Sorry to mess you about, but and then I this is really bad. I get one of my friends' Instagrams or like handles, yeah. and I go, yeah. but this person's amazing. <laughs> they could help you. I, <laughs> I, 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 but this is the thing. I where we, because we work, we just we know so many lash texts. So I almost just say like, I'm really sorry. I just don't have the availability anymore. Mm. Like that. Here's so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so that all live within like a two-mile radius of your house so to go to them you can say some, I start selling I literally selling my friends a, a dream like I'm like yeah go with them they're perfect like honestly they're Do amazing they're better them. than me you should have them and hopefully oh, it's terrible it's terrible but it works every time yeah <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, it's your life. Although it is your business, you got to put you first, really. And if you're not comfortable mm. with that scenario, that's a situation. And then and wait up, wait up the stress because yes, yeah. As yeah. It, it's a job, but it's also very stressful. For oh, sure. So yeah. I hate the. I love having clients. That I can let them walk through my door, and it's like that. I'm sitting with a friend. Do you know what yeah, I mean? They like, put their phone on charge. Bring their mates round. But do you know what I mean? Like I want it to be an easy service. I don't want it to be hard work. If it's not working for me and it's not working for you, what is the point? I think that's the whole idea of it. Yeah. Like, let's just stop trying to fight this uphill battle. Let's just admit where we're going wrong. Maybe I'm not the right lash tech for you. Maybe you're not the right client yeah, for me. It, I guess me? it could even be that, like, if they keep complaining about, like, the style or something, that, like, you might not, you just might not be able to offer what they want. Like, some people like it, like, flicky and they might want an M curl, but if you don't stock M curls, then you can't really offer that. Like, you're never going to be able to give them what they want so maybe they need to go especially if they don't know yeah especially if they don't know I feel like that is the case most of the time like I only do Russians I don't actually do Mm. classics and hybrids and I only take bookings for Instagram so like that's that's it so you can see like a whole portfolio of my work it says in the bio Russian volumes like that's it like I don't offer anything else and yet I'll still get like the people ask for classics and hybrids and really natural sets it's like that's not what I do. Well, that is a topic for a whole nother podcast, and I'm pretty sure that would be actually quite a good one to come back with and talk about how to kind of navigate your your client's style and be confident enough to actually suggest and advise them what style to have, mm-hmm. um, because I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. Yeah. So, but we'll leave that for another time, and um, we will come back with another podcast, hopefully soon. Um, but for now, we're going to leave you on that note, and... 
we'll wrap this up. Thanks for listening. Yeah, well, I've been Braddon. I've been Emma. I've been Zara. And thank you for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.